Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name's Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. This week we have three new comics hitting the stands, none of them featuring the death of Captain America, but all of them just as special in their own way. Seriously, though, look for the debut of Cylon Apocalypse this week, as well as issue number seven of the new Battlestar series and the fifth issue of The Lone Ranger. More details on those in a minute. As always, for any fans picking up this week's books or any of our other Dynamite comics, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and tell us what you think. And also, just a quick note, this is the last week to enter the Battlestar Galactica contest. It is running until March 13th, which is today. So go ahead and get on in there and place your entry. We are awarding a original piece of art from Battlestar Galactica number 3 by Nigel Rayner. And we may actually extend this contest, check back in if you're listening to this podcast later on in the week, uh, because we have a promotion set to go where we may need to extend this for a week to give people an extra chance to get on in there. Now on to this week's comics. First up, Battlestar Galactica, Cylon Apocalypse number 1. Written by Javier Grillo Markswatch, art by Carlos Rafael, covers by Jim Starlin, Pat Lee, Michael Golden, and Carlos Rafael. Dual revelations rock the ragtag fleet as a routine Viper patrol puts them on the edge of a bizarre scene, Cylon Raiders attacking one of their own base stars. As a Cylon base star crashes into an ocean-covered world, Adama and Starbuck discover a bizarre creature that appears to be a Cylon Centurion engulfed by diseased flesh. The Cylons are sick, and the apocalypse has begun. Don't miss this one. If you have not given our classic Battlestar series a chance, this is a great Jumping On Point, issue number one, written by Lost and Medium producer and writer Javier Grillo Markswatch, who is a huge, huge Galactica fan. He wrote a great script. We've got great art from Carlos Rafael and great covers. This is a miniseries. This is four issues long, and issue number one is out this week. You can go ahead over to uh, newsarama.com also and check out the preview uh, and post your thoughts if you've read the series or picked it up or are going to pick it up tomorrow Wednesday in stores. Also this week, Lone Ranger number five, written by Brett Matthews, art by Sergio Cariello, colors by Dean White, art direction and covers by John Cassidy. The Lone Ranger makes himself known, hoping to draw the man behind the murders of his father, brother, and fellow Rangers out into the open. But will his frontier justice reach Black Barton time, already a visitor in the home of the only family John Reed has left in the world? And by now, if you are listening to the sound of my voice, you are well familiar with The Lone Ranger. Hopefully you are a regular reader. We know the schedule has been a bit erratic, but these things do take time. Issue number six is coming along nicely. Issue number zero, the free comic book day issue, is being finalized as we speak, as is New Battlestar Galactica number zero, also appearing in the free comic book day book. Uh, we, of course, are coming back with Lone Ranger number seven in summertime with the creative team in full swing. We have scripts in, we have art beginning, and it is going to be fantastic, just like the opening six issues. And finally this week, New Battlestar Galactica number seven, written by Greg Pak, art by Nigel Rayner, covers by Nigel Rayner, Stefan Sedgwick, Jonathan Lau, and a BSG photo cover. Facing an attack by new Cylons, Adama forms a returner brigade to be led by Sharon, and then ruthlessly engineers a battle between three different groups of Cylons. The OS Cylons, Sharon's army, and a troop of new Cylon centurions as terrible moral choices abound. I had a bit of a disaster when it comes to New Battlestar Galactica in that I recorded uh, Sunday night's episode and then accidentally deleted it uh, from my DVR. 
So I am now debating whether to purchase the episode for $1.99 from iTunes, no plug intended, or to read the script, which is sitting here next to me as I record this podcast. We are heading into the final two episodes at this point of the New Galactica season, and it has, of course, been fantastic. We are also, in the comic book world, heading towards the conclusion of this storyline, which ends in issue number 12, all written by Greg Pak, and all with art by Nigel Rayner. More on Nigel here in a moment. Let's jump on over to Dynamite in the News. Let's see. Our friend Mark Mason over at the comic waitingroom.com took a look at Lone Ranger issues 3 and 4, and he said, quote, By issue 4, you can genuinely begin to see the duo of legend becoming who they will be in the long haul. Cariello continues to deliver gorgeous pages of sun-drenched western locales, aided and abetted by Dean White's spectacular colors, helping this continue to be one of the best-looking comics on the stands. In its own way, this has really become Dynamite's flagship title, and deservedly so. The Lone Ranger is an outstanding book. Mark also took a look at Highlander issues 3 and 4. It was kind of a middling review, but he did have some nice things to say about the art, saying, quote, The book looks terrific. Motor has shown himself to be a solid pro at depicting action sequences with Highlander and Painkiller Jane. He also does well with the quieter moments, showing more comfort with them in issue 4 than issue 3. We also think Lee is terrific, and he is knocking it out of the park with Painkiller Jane. And uh, we hope to have him back on Highlander or another project uh, after Painkiller Jane. But right now, it is Painkiller Jane, and you are going to get more action sequences than you know what to do with. Mark also took a look at Borderline, Volume 1, saying, quote, Trio and Riso have created a vividly violent and horrible world in Borderline, and the action and intrigue is nearly nonstop. The scripting is very tight, Ivan Brandon's adaptation is sharp, and the dialogue is minimal freeing Riso to put the storytelling on his shoulders and run with it. And run with it he does. Riso has demonstrated over the past decade that he is one of the greatest artists working today, and Borderline aptly demonstrates that talent. I will mention that I have currently on my desk a translation of Borderline Volume 2, which will be about another 160 pages of the series from Trio and Riso. And we will be soliciting that soon, once we get all of the tweaks done and the dialogue placed in English for the very first time onto the art, and we will have Borderline Volume 2 coming this summer. And if you haven't picked up Borderline, ask your local comic book retailer for it. It's a great read. Four volumes altogether, about 600 pages of comics. Riso's art is fantastic. The story is fantastic. Highly recommended. And closing out this week's reviews, we have a couple from the Best Shots crew, and first up is Highlander number 5. And Troy said, quote, Last time out, I was a little bit hard on this book. This issue has a better feel. Penciler Kevin Sharp does a great job overall, and that other Highlander shows up. And as much as I like the original film, I dare say that there's a much larger diehard contingent who are fans of Duncan and the TV series. I would definitely like to see both characters stick around. It's still not the, at the level of Dynamite's other books, but it's heading in the right direction. Well, again, middling review, but uh, overall, I can tell Troy that Duncan will be sticking around. He is uh, the co-star of the next story arc, and then the star of the final story arc in our opening series, uh, which will take place in Highlander 10 through 12. We're finalizing the scripts on those as we speak, um, and look for Duncan in Highlander 6 through 12. And Troy also took a look at Red Sony number 20, having some nice things to say. Quote, things really pick up in this issue. The new status quo has been all right, but now it really gets a kick in the pants. 
Along with the continuing introductions of several new races and breeds of monsters, we get a peek at the ongoing swath of destruction being cut by Goth's demons, and a look at a prophecy with dire ramifications. The art by Holmes continues to be stellar, and there's more drive and energy all around. End quote. We're glad Troy's happy with Red Sonia. Uh, particularly number 20. We have been building towards something since issue number zero. Cool on Goth is part of it. Red Sonia, of course, is part of it. Uh, Red Sonia's companions are, of course, part of it. And issue number 25 is right around the corner. Should be uh, listed here in the July solicits, which we're working on now. We have some surprises coming up for Red Sonia number 25. Um, I'll tease those a little bit here as I segue into our tease of the week, but uh, we have someone coming on board with Red Sonia number 25 that uh, uh, will be a surprise, and uh, we'll give you more information on that in the weeks to come. And that was an introduction to our tease of the week, because I'm not really doing a tease of the week this week. I'm going to just come right out and say it. Sketches are coming in on the next big Dynamite Comics launch. And as I mentioned, I'm going to skip the tease and let the faithful listeners here know that the trilogy I was discussing in previous podcasts, if I had a drum roll, I'd do a drum roll, was the Terminator films, T2 specifically. Working title is Terminator 2 Infinity, and writing our opening series is Simon Furman, and illustrating will be Nigel Rayner, our new Battlestar artist. More details to come, but as I just mentioned, T2 is a new property here at Dynamite Entertainment. Uh, you heard it here first. And we will be rolling with a series written by Simon Furman and illustrated by Nigel Rayner. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK. <laughs>